Hello and welcome to the Self Love Archives podcast. I'm your host, Julia Salvia. Not only am I your host, but I am your brand new bestie, the big sister you've always wanted, and your self love guide. But most importantly, I'm just like you. I'm a girl on the journey of loving herself more. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi. So episode number two, archive. I actually had a whole different idea of what the official, official first episode was going to be. We're not there yet. I got some explaining to do. I love for you to understand the backstory of how I got here. And no one asked for this, <laughs> but I just envisioned someone asking for this. Someone asking me, well, why are you calling this podcast or this venture, if you will, the self-love archives, like archive? What does archive mean? And I'm going to tell you. I went through so many different stages of trying to figure out a name. And for me, I knew that when the right word came across to me for what I wanted to call this self-love brand, it would be like a light in my head. And that's exactly what happened when I heard the word archive. The initial names that I had, I remember I was actually in the gym. It like came over me. I was like, what about this? What about that? I was just, it was one of those days where I was so creative and I sat with the name self-love over everything. And it was cool. The The branding of it was cool. It's like self-love over, like a line, everything. And I do believe that, self-love over everything. Self-love over everything. Love yourself first. All of those self-love statements that I think you hear all the time. But I went with archive. It sounded perfect. Let me explain. When I think of archive, I'm sitting in my high school history class learning about a big, old, beautiful book that was written by so many different people with so many different experiences, living so many different types of lives. They're just from so many different walks of life. And this book that we're learning about is hidden. It's hidden, it's disappeared, it's burned away in a fire, it's buried somewhere, it's in the pyramids of Egypt, like it is gone and no one can find it because someone realizes just how valuable all of the information in that archive is and they don't want anyone else to find it or figure it out or basically have the key to all of these all of these answers to all of the questions that they're asking. To me, an archive holds secrets and teachings that absolutely change the lives of the people who learn them or read them. Unfortunately, our high school textbooks only share so much. And I think what we have found as human beings, we've only found so much. As I sat with this idea of self-love and sharing my own journey of self-love to help you on your journey of self-love, self-love wasn't this, I almost wanna say it's like, now it's like this phenomenon. Phenomenon, phenomenon, I love that word, phenomenon. <laughs> if we take it back a couple of years, I don't feel that I heard a lot about self-love. 
I don't, at least I don't think so. Or maybe it wasn't what I was focused on, but like obviously it was a word that existed. But when COVID happened, we as a collective, as like a collective whole, as a whole world, we had no other option during those times, during those couple of years, other than to be more introverted, be more introspective of ourselves and our beings. And we just were so within ourselves. So we had more time for ourselves and with ourselves. And I kind of call that COVID timing, like the self-care age. We were so enveloped in our self-care. We were starting to think about work-life balance more. We were starting to question, I mean, everything. But we were really looking in and looking at ourselves because we had so much more time to do so. But we were also in our own environment even more than we normally were. And I think in these couple of years, the term self-love started to take on a new definition and a new meaning because I'm not, I'm not kidding. Barely a year or two ago, when I would look up, you know, Google definition of self-love, the definition was not the same as it is now. And, and maybe this was pre-COVID times, but I really don't think that it was much, much long ago. I mean, we're in 2023 and pre-COVID times would be like 2019. So we're like three, four years out. The synonym for self-love within this definition was conceited. And I remember looking at this like, what? That makes no sense. Loving yourself is is anything but conceited. To love yourself is selfless. To love yourself is putting yourself first. But it's it's that term right there, the, the conceited. It makes me almost like angry and confused and, and wonder what crazy human being decided to put that there. I have some guesses. Loving yourself is not conceited. But it's interesting that the definition at one point did say that. Because in a lot of ways, whenever I put myself first or did things to care for this people-pleasing bitch you're talking to right now, <laughs> like I felt like I was conceited, like I was selfish because I was putting my needs and myself first. But there is nothing conceited about that. There is nothing selfish about that because if I'm not able to put myself first, if I'm not able to fill my glass, how am I able to give to others? Now, the definition, I have it. When you look up the definition of self-love, they do consider it a noun, which I do not consider self-love a noun. It is not a thing. I do believe that it is a journey, which would make it I, I guess still a noun. Anyways, I'm, <laughs> I am not teaching grammar in this podcast. With that being said, the definition now says regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And then in parentheses, chiefly considered as a desirable rather than a narcissistic characteristic. And that, I think the parentheses is there because at one point, it was defined, I believe this is from Oxford, as conceited. 
it was defined as this negative, in this negative way. There is so much information that exists out there, right? On so many different topics and especially with the internet, it's almost like the possibilities are endless. But archive to me means that there are all of these beautiful connections and secrets and questions answered and information and teachings within this archive and in this case the archive of self-love within this beautiful imaginary book there are so many different things that come together to truly help you choose yourself and help you learn to love yourself more after I read this brand new definition of self-love, I continued to read just everything else that was on this page. So very general information on self-love. And to say that I was shocked, but also not surprised at the same time, this is how I've been feeling. The information that exists currently about self-love is so outdated, negative, questionable, <laughs> doesn't make sense. And I want to take everything that has existed and we need to update that stuff because archives need to be updated because our world is forever changing. We are forever changing. So the archive always needs to be updated with different journeys and new information and new education. And that's where, full circle, I came to the term archive. It also kind of sounds cool. But anyways, I kept reading on and some of the questions that came up, like the, the top couple of questions that people ask, what self-love really means? What are the four types of self-love? What are the seven steps to loving yourself? And the first one that I clicked on was from Psychology Today. And it goes over what are the four types of self-love. When I think of self-love, I think of self-love all-encompassing. I don't think that there are certain types. This one claims that there's self-awareness, self-worth, self-esteem, and self-care. Again, I could see it because at some point we are going to, if we haven't already, talk about all four of those things. And I think that they're all so important, but I think there's uh, some other things missing. I think self-love is the umbrella and so many different things fall under it. I started reading into this article. I wanna read just a little snippet for you to help you gauge where I'm at. So it says that self-love comprises of four different aspects, self-awareness, self-worth, self-esteem, and self-care. If one is missing, then you do not entirely have self-love. To have it, we should be aligned with these four aspects. The journey of achieving self-love does not differ from confronting your demons. This statement, I do, I have some tweaks, but I don't necessarily disagree. But continuing, it is the reason most of us lack it because no one wants to sit down and have a conversation with themselves. Mm, not the right context. Self-love is hard to achieve because it means having to do away with certain things and people we are addicted to. What? Our addiction to people and habits that go against the premise of self-love means that we compromise and hence love ourselves conditionally in exchange for the momentary rush we get from these distracting things. Huh? Uh, what? <laughs> After I read this, the way that I interpreted it was like, okay, so I don't love myself because I compromise? I don't love myself because of my addictions? I don't love myself because I'm addicted to people or have 
I'm distracted. I, I don't know about this one. I read through this article along with a couple of others and there's just, there's all this information that exists, but this is the information. This is like the gist of the information that's out there. It's simplified or it's overcomplicated or it's very negative or it's toxically positive. And all of this information is teaching us about self-love. All of this information is almost negating how we are complex human beings that are constantly changing. It's almost like there's no consideration that we aren't going to be in this consistent state every minute of every single day. Because truly, there are so many things around us, people around us that affect us. So many different changes. Our society changes. Our bodies change. Our partners and friends and family and so many different things change that could affect how we feel about ourselves, how much we love ourselves. A perfect example in regards to how society changes, I'll use myself as this example. When I was in high school, 2010, 11, 12, 20, 2012, basically, the trend that was like a sexy thing for women is that they had big boobs. And I never had big boobs, never. And I always hated them, but I hated them because of the way society made me feel about them. And now, years later, I love them. And they've changed a lot. I love my boobs. They've changed a lot over the past couple of years because I've gained weight, I've lost weight, they've been bigger, they've been smaller, and I've loved them at every single step, despite what society says. But who knows where we're going to be in 10 years or where my body's going to be in 10 years? What changes society and the people around us are going to make us feel? And I totally understand that when it comes to self-love, none of that should matter. It doesn't matter what society believes to be beautiful, what this person or that person, their opinion, it doesn't matter as long as you love yourself and what you have. But we are also forever changing. We're not always going to be the same person as we were yesterday or the day before or the day before that. And I think sometimes within those transitions or transformations of change, we are sometimes going to struggle to love ourselves in those new chapters of our lives. The other thing that stood out to me in this article and that I've heard in so many different articles that is like number two of what I need you to understand. Number one was self-love is a journey, not a destination. Number two is that we need to unlearn the statement that you need to love yourself before you can love anyone else. We need to unlearn that. That's not a thing. Because let me ask you, do you love yourself? Like everything about yourself. If you're listening to this podcast, your answer might be no. If it's yes, by all means, girl. I'm proud of you. But for me, the answer is no. I don't love myself completely, utterly, everything about myself. I don't. But let me ask you this. Do you love your friends, your family, your sister, your best friend, your significant other, your partner? Do you love them? I'm hoping that your answer to that is yes. My answer to that is yes. 
So tell me, I don't love myself fully. I believe that there is so much more that I need to work on. There's so many more things that I need to do. There's so much left in this self-love journey. And that's why I always say like self-love isn't this destination. I don't love myself, at least not fully, but I love my partner, my friends, my family. Like I love all of those people. So how does that statement make any sense? The thing is, is that we are grazing the surface. There's so much context in this statement that's missing. Because truth is, you can love someone if you don't love yourself. You can love someone else if you don't love yourself. But what needs to be understood in the relationship that you have with these people is the self-awareness of who you are and the relationship that you have with yourself. Think about it. If you don't know your worth, then how will you know if you're being treated kindly, fairly, respectfully, and with love by the people that you surround yourself with, by the people that you're in a relationship with? And I reiterate this, it is the context, it's the details that are missing from the self-love content and education that exists. We have this big, beautiful archive of all the information that exists all the things that I believe in order to love ourselves that we need to unlearn, and all the things that I personally have learned while actively being, while actively been on this self-love journey. Then we have a lot of articles and self-love content where I mentioned it before, the toxic positivity. I, I use that word lightly and I, I make a joke sometimes that I am very toxically positive, but I didn't, I'm, I'm just someone who chooses to be happy as best as I can. I have my sad days, I have my mad days, <laughs> I have my not so great days, but I'm just someone who chooses to be happy and chooses to look at the bright side or chooses to look at the good over the bad but I'm definitely someone who recognizes the not so good and the not so great days and moments and chapters in life. But with that being said, I am so fully aware that a lot of the self-love content that's out there is very, it's rainbows and butterflies and all of these cutesy little things. And it's just not that. It's not just that. Another article I pulled up is this one, it's from Health Shots, and it's just fall in love with yourself with these seven steps to unconditional self-love. And before I read these seven for you, I don't disagree. I don't think that you should not do these seven different things. But let me read them. Do away with the self-criticism. Take care of your body. Counter your fear. Forgive yourself. Surround yourself with positive people. Indulge in activities that spark joy. Stand up for yourself. As I said, I don't disagree with any of these seven things, but doing away with self-criticism, that is not just this snap of the finger kind of thing that we're going to be able to do. We are so hard on ourselves. It's not, it's not going to be a snap of the finger. There's a lot of work that we need to do, a lot of things that we need to work on to get to that place of just doing away with self-criticism. Countering your fear, forgiving yourself, same thing. There's a lot of other pieces that are missing that we need to work on to be able to 
do those things. I just believe that if you were to do, even if you were to do all seven of these things in totality, I can probably guarantee you that it's not going to last long. All of these, while great small pieces of advice, if you will, it neglects the complexities and the depth of all of the pieces that make up who we are. Over the past couple of years, I mean, over my entire life, I've gone through some really, really dark times. And as I've done my best to love myself more and get back on to the path of happiness and, and living life and be, being able to be grateful for the life that I do have despite all of those things, being in a place of self-awareness and acknowledgement of the things that you may not like about yourself, the depths that you've been at, the rock bottoms you've been at, the personality traits or parts of your body that you have trouble accepting. All of the things that you don't like about yourself, the process of healing that doesn't look or feel pretty, your shadow and all of the things that you hide from the world. Self-love accounts and articles, they don't talk about the darkness and the negativity and your traumas and the not-so-pretty things that also encompass self-love. They don't talk about the beautiful parts of healing, the inspiring pieces of your life. It's very cut and dry. It's very, just do it, you'll be fine. And I'm here to reiterate, it's so much more than just that. So this archive will be different. It will be full of things that you may have learned before, things that you may have heard before, things that you may have seen, things that you may have tried. The archive will have those pieces of comfort, those pieces of knowledge that you already have. But the archive, the self-love archive, will also have those pieces that make you uncomfortable, scared even. But that's what a journey is. A journey isn't a straight path. We are not all, you know, we don't all have blinders on just looking straight ahead. A journey is like a roller coaster. It's like a path through the forest. It's however you want to envision it, but it's not a straight road ahead. But how wonderful would it be to love the parts of yourself that the world doesn't know about? How amazing would it be to love the parts of yourself that you think you need to push away you think you need to stop doing or stop being in order to love yourself. How beautiful would it feel to love those parts of yourself too? We are truly complex human beings. I really believe that. I mean, it's, it's honestly, I could go as far to say that that's a fact. We are complex human beings. Things are not black and white. Things are rainbows, the grayscale, like colors that we can't even see. There's the conscious and the unconscious, the seen and the unseen. We are complex human beings. And how beautiful, beautiful and accepting and loving would it be to love all of those pieces of you. And that's my hope. Almost like <laughs> I want you to feel like I'm handing you this archive, this beautiful book that gives you the confidence, the answers and the love and the how-to and the education and the learning and all of the 
amazing things that you've needed to love yourself from head to toe, everything inside, everything in between, the conscious and unconscious, the soul, the heart, the brain, every single itty bitty, big or small part of you. How good would it be? How amazing would it feel? So that's the archive. That's exactly why I created the self-love archives. That's why I called it the self-love archive. <laughs> At the end of every single episode, I want you to feel like I'm just a friend sitting on your couch with you, handing you this beautiful book of everything that you need to finally love yourself more. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of the self-love archives podcast. I want to hear more about your self-love journey, what you're struggling with, what you love about yourself, the things that you're proud of, or maybe the chapters in your life where you just need to be reminded that you're not alone. If you'd like to share those stories with me, please don't hesitate to reach out on any of my social media linked in the show notes, or you can email me at hello at theselfloverchives.com. And if you'd like to sign up for the Self Love Archives newsletter, go to theselfloverchives.com to sign up. Thank you again so much for watching. A little reminder as you go into the rest of the week, you are not alone. You are so loved. You are enough. You are so worth it. I love you a ton and I will see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Mwah. Kisses and hugs for all because you deserve one, okay? <laughs> okay, bye.